even when you mentioned about taxes were written down for written out for business owners and how I saw the benefits of that when I had my first year in my business I did my taxes and I was like oh okay <laughs> This is what you were the top 10% now. Yeah, exactly. And and the thing was, the thing is, it's interesting how why why do you think people get so upset with people like, oh my gosh, they're not paying taxes? Why do you think people get or what's the conditioning that's happening where people are getting like upset when certain people aren't paying as much as in taxes? Is it really not fair? What's up, guys? I'm back with part two of last week's podcast where we had Jamari Norris here dropping some great nuggets about leading through chaos, but specifically how to handle how people's pockets have been affected during this season. I mean, so many leaders out here are having to make decisions about their businesses, how they're going to manage like their household finances. There might be some things that you're having to make adjustments in, but the message in this is so important because this is providing us tools. So we're prepared and we're doing things now that's going to benefit us later and in the future. So get your notepads, share this with a friend, and let's get into today's message. languages do you speak? One, two, four? I know how to teach you how to speak four languages. Now I know you're probably thinking, what languages can she teach me? Maybe English, Spanish. I think Japanese is really cool. Mandarin. But no, these languages that I want to teach you are languages that are going to make you effective in your business and marketing, even in how you lead and support the people that you're around. It'll help you have effective relationships and realize how to really motivate and inspire people and talk to them in a way to get them excited. I want you to schedule a consultation with me at info at AishaThomas.org. If you're a leader of a team, if you have a team that is having issues with conflict, if you're an individual just trying to take your business to the next level or your relationships to the next level, You need this tool because it's going to be so effective that you're going to see the transformation that happens around you. So schedule a consultation with me at info at AishaThomas.org or go to AishaThomas.org, scroll down to the bottom and click on that link for individual consultation. And let's get started on transforming your communication, collaboration, and reducing the conflict that you might face. But when you don't understand the financial game, it's hard to play it because, you know, you just you, you don't know what you don't know. And a lot of people, a lot of us just don't know how to play the game. And I think that's, you know, that's where my passion comes from. Just just educating our people on, you know, how to effectively manage money. And, and back and back to the second part of your question, when it comes to managing money, I tell people that you need to manage your business. You need to manage your household like a business, because if you can't manage your household, and run it like a business, it's going to be impossible for you to actually start a physical business. So I tell, so, so the first indicator, I know people ain't ready to start a business. If I tell them, if, 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 if they're one of my clients and, and we're going over their finances and I say, okay, well, you don't have an income problem. You have a spending problem, right? So what we need to do is we need to cut some things back. You know what I'm saying? We have, we have wants and we have needs. We, we got to distinguish the two. So let's cut one of those. So I'll tell, I'll tell somebody, Hey, let's um, let's go ahead and, and, and cut your cable. 
oh, I can't, I can't do that. I got, I got to watch my shows. You know, This Is Us is coming on, Real Housewives. I'm like, okay. Well, first off, that that ain't that you you watching people getting rich. You, you ain't getting rich by watching them. You see what I'm saying? So what happens is in a in a corporation, and just like what's happening now, generally the first thing that's gonna get cut, your biggest expense is payroll. So when when a business is having financial uh, concerns or issues, the first thing that's gonna get cut is employees, right? So in my household, if this is a business and I'm running this like a business and I'm falling into some, some financial hardship, I look on my list of bills because those are all my employees. And I say, okay, well, who getting cut first? Okay, Comcast, we don't need your services anymore. Thank you, deuces. We cutting them out. Cause that's cause you're not gonna cut yourself first. You're the CEO of your household. You're not gonna cut, right. you gonna cut your own paycheck first, but you're gonna <laughs> keep paying Comcast or, or keep paying, you know, uh, uh, AT&T or what have you. Absolutely not. I'll keep paying Hulu or Netflix or whatever the case may be. No, no, absolutely not. You, pre you preserve yourself first. You can't operate the body without the head. So don't cut yourself short. So that's what I mean by running your household like a business. And once you understand that, then we can take off to the next level. Wow, that's good. And, and the thing is, is that a lot of people are going to have to do that. Like people are doing that right now. They are having to make adjustments, figure out what they need to cut off. Maybe they shouldn't have that subscription. Maybe all those shoes and stuff that might still be in bags and still have tags, they might be like, you know what, let's go back to the store to return it. But the stores aren't even open. And I love that mindset of treating your, I mean, treating your household like a business, because again, a lot of people are going to have to make these decisions. A lot of people are going to go back to work and they're still going to put that zero on there. You know, even as you're telling me, I'm like, Oh, oh my God, but I'm gonna be hitting you up. Cause like I said, this is my financial coach would be like, okay, what should I put down? Because I think that's the part we don't understand when we get these tax forms, when we are filling out this information, we are just, you know, checking the box. Um, yeah. So what are some things, because again, you might have some people that are listening that unfortunately had, they have been cut um, from an organization or from a team. So when people, or there might be some people that are going to have the transition back to work. So what are some things you can tell like those people, like the first things or some things to look at when they get back? Of course, we talked about taxes already, but mm -hmm. what else do you think they'll need to make adjustments to? Because we've had conversations about 401ks, because that's another one that they're saying, hey, you can take a loan from your yeah. 401k, you don't have to worry about it right now. But you know, we had a conversation about stocks and I mean, you educated me about stocks and I don't know anything. And now I feel like, listen, you need information about stocks? <laughs> I got you. <laughs> I mean, you broke it down in such an amazing way. And I can't wait for that course to come out because it's going to bless so many people. But what are some things and adjustments people can start making once they do go back into the workforce so they can start, of course, um, having your six months um, nest egg, again, making the adjustments with your taxes. But what else can you tell the people out there? These are some things you really need to make some adjustments to. Um, in their household and in your business um, when you do go back to, I guess, you know, business as usual. Gotcha, gotcha. So I, I would say the first thing is if you aren't doing, which most families are not, is make sure that you have a uh, monthly budget that you're following in your household. Uh, I talked about watching the numbers in the business. Um, but personally, um, you know, over 70% of American families do not operate off a budget. They just pretty much just spending money as it comes. But if you don't know where it's going, then it's, it's impossible to track it. You know what I mean? So uh, the first thing is write it down. Like when you get, when you get back, 
to, to square one, let's let's look at some things differently. And like you said, let's let's look at our household expenses. Like, where are we uh, uh, spending too much money? Because a lot of times I talk to people, they be like, man, I get paid, but it's like by the end of the month, I'm like, where, where has my money gone? That's because you're not writing it down. Like I have a a strict budget. Matter of fact, in my book, <laughs> look, we got the, I don't know if y'all can see that, but we got the budget calendar right there that's in my book. And actually, you can actually go on my website and access that. And there's a video to show you how to use it. But I, you, I've been using that for years because I got to see it. So the, the calendar helps you understand where things are actually coming out. Because sometimes you got like auto draft or you got some, uh, you got a, a date when things are due. So sometimes people will be like, well, the, uh, the, the electrical bill ain't due to the 15th. So I got into the 15th. No, you don't. No, you don't. You're lying to yourself. No, you need to pay them people <laughs> and, uh, and, and keep it moving. So get that budget in place. Get that budget in place. And then after that, then assess your household expenses and see where can you make some adjustments. Because if we get, if, if we don't know how long this situation is going to last with the COVID-19. I mean, it could be, it could be months from now. So if you come out, if you come out of this on the other side, obviously you weren't doing what you were doing before this happened. So this should be a new plateau for you to say, okay, I can survive, you know what I'm saying, three to four to six months uh, under COVID-19 operating in the survival mode. Okay, let me adopt that same mindset. And when I have this extra money, I could be using this to put aside that six months expense. Uh, for my for my family or for my business, uh, so just really operate out of operate out of necessity, and then like I said, when you get that increase, just put that stuff to the side because when you have that when you have that cushion, then nothing really changes for you. But when you don't have that cushion, then you have to go in survival mode. That's good. That's good. I love that. Um, and I think it's also important. I know you do some great lessons in the community. I mean, you're helping the education system. I mean, so many people are being blessed with the information that you have. Give the people a quick lesson again on assets and liabilities. Um, because again, I think that's not something that we think about as much and have that wiring to say, is this thing that I'm purchasing an asset or a liability? So, you know, give them that breakdown just again, oh, yeah. just to kind of remind people, even when they do get this money and they do make these shifts that you consider everything you spend. And of course you have certain things, liabilities that you might have to get, but um, I think we need to get into that mindset more. Correct. Correct. So that's, that's kind of how I view all of my purchases. Um, it, it's, it's either an asset or it's a liability. Uh, you know, when I think about it from, from the people that you hang around are they are they adding value to you or are they taking away from you and if they are it's just like if you're if you got somebody that that's in your business and, and say you run a restaurant and you got somebody that's just constantly you know negative and just bringing the team morale down eventually you're going to get rid of that individual because they're a liability same thing when it comes to when you spend your money because you got to realize that that cash is a finite thing once it is uh, uh, once it leaves your presence, it's gone. It, it has no more value. It has no more spending power. It's gone. So you have to be careful and be mindful when, when you purchase these things. So when I break down assets and liabilities, I tell people like this, an asset is something that puts money in your pocket or adds value. Uh, and a liability is something that takes money out of your, out of your pocket or, uh, uh, or depreciates in value, if you will. So 
like you said before, there's going to be some things that are liabilities, but they're necessities. So for instance, groceries, we got to eat, right? Now the grocery ain't, ain't, it's not going to produce any money, but it is adding value because it's providing nutrients to our bodies. We got to feed ourselves to, to, to live and what have you. But uh, if you're thinking about going out and you got a, a um, you got a, a 60 inch flat screen TV in your house and the 80 inch is on sale, it's like, you don't, that's a liability. You don't, you don't need that. <laughs> that's not adding to the value. First off, you already got a TV. And you don't need an extra 20 inches to see the ball game. You see what I'm saying? The NBA ain't even playing right now anyway. So I can't remember the last time I turned on the TV. Uh, but you, have, you just have to be mindful of that and say, okay, is this going to add value or not? So when, when, when you have an investor's mentality, that's, that's how you assess things. So I'm always guilty of, of kind of guilt tripping myself into making certain purchases and what have you and it really takes my wife to kind of get me out of that mode because I can be I can be gung-ho when it comes to like hey that ain't producing no no income it's like you know it's like we can do that or I can go buy me a couple shares of Apple <laughs> you know what I'm at least I know in the long run that's going to produce something so you just have to understand that you know in the totality in the grand scheme of things is this providing value is this purchase is this something that I really really need do I really need those new shoes that I do I really need that sew in or can I go ahead and press that out myself for a little bit, you know what I'm saying, longer, make it stretch. And he's saying like not to take care of yourself, but it's just saying, you know, between, because my wife's a, a licensed cosmetologist, between the fee to get the sew in and the bundles, oh yeah, 200, 300 and on up. It can, it can get serious, but do you really need that at that time? Is there, is there a different way that you can do, do things, uh, you know, vehicles and cars and stuff? It's like, man, I'll ride a car to the wheels fall off. You know what I mean? It's like, do you really need that, that extra, you know, just because it's 2020, do you need that current year model? Or, or can, I, can I get something that's, you know, th at least three years old and now I can pay it off within, you know, two years or less. So I don't have that car note, you know what I'm saying, dragging my expenses down. So just, you know, just adopt that mindset to just say, hey, before this money leaves my pocket, you know, is this going to provide value when I exchange the, the, this, this, this money for that, that good or service? Is it going to provide value or am I, going, am I going to think back a week later and be like, you know what I could have did with that money? I could have did this, that, and the third that would have been better off than what I actually spent it on. Yeah, so stop online shopping <laughs> because I've seen Amazon go back and forth in the in the neighborhood. Like people are, all they're like, oh, I can shop, but again, those are things that are liabilities. They're not adding money to your pocket. So, man, I think that's powerful. Don't go anywhere. Stay right here for the other half of this message. That'll be back to you in one second. I'm so excited to announce the relaunch of AishaThomas.org, your leadership and team development expert. My focus is on now is to help leaders, teams, and individuals really increase their productivity and performance through conflict resolution, communication, and reducing conflict. So make sure you go out and go to my website. Again, that's AishaThomas.org, A-I-S-H-A-T-H-O-M-A-S.org. If you're a leader, if you manage a team, if 
if you're an individual trying to take your business or your brand or your organization to the next level, you need to go on there, hit me up, and let's get started on transforming you, your teams, and your leaders. Um, so before we go on, just give people a little snippet of, you know, um, stocks. I know that you have a new course coming out soon and, you know, just give the people a little taste of what to expect because one of the things that really stood out to me is how you, he has amazing examples of these amazing, I like these CEOs and how stocks has been able to like bring them more income than their actual nine to fives or their actual like, you know, careers. And that was like, eye-opening to me because I did not know that's how it was. And even when you mentioned about taxes were written down for written out for business owners and how I saw the benefits of that when I had my first year in my business, I did my taxes and I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> this is like you in the top 10% now. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And and the thing was the thing is it's interesting how why, why do you think people get so upset with people like, oh my gosh, they're not paying taxes? Why do you think people get, or what's the conditioning that's happening where people are getting ex like upset when certain people aren't paying as much as in taxes? Is it really not fair? Like, what would you say to that? That's a good question. So, so the first thing is, is that we've been conditioned. We've can be conditioned to be employees. Uh, and that's from, from, from grade school. Like the public school system was created to create employees. So like when, when the agriculture age transitioned into the industrial age, it's like, okay, we need people to work in these factories. So, okay, let's, let's start a school system to produce these, these, these workers. So in, even if you look at the comparison as it relates to school, so you go to school for like about eight hours a day, all right? the bell rings, you change classes, you go, you sit down, you watch, you do the same thing, the bell rings again, you have a lunch break around noon, and then in the afternoon you get off. So when I go to this job, <laughs> I'm in here, I'm getting instructed, I'm doing the same thing for eight hours, I'm gonna take a break, I'm gonna go to lunch, and then in the afternoon I'm gonna get off and I'm gonna come and do the same thing again. So we've already been conditioned to work for somebody that's just what that's just how the, the the educational system has been designed and it hasn't changed in in over a million years so when you hear somebody uh uh, uh especially wealthy people i remember on on a song jay-z said uh i'm practically living tax-free or you may hear uh, uh uh trump before he was president that he didn't pay a lot of taxes or you know, Warren Buffett pay less taxes as far as percentage-wise than his secretary that works for him. And you're like, that's not fair. You know, everything should be trickling down from the from the top down and what have you. Well, no, it's 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 not that it's not fair. You just got to educate yourself. Simple as that. All right. You may say, okay, so it's like with with, with my uh, with my son. So I got got twin boys. They they they. Uh, um, I remember when they got their license. So Malcolm when he got his license first. He was like, man, I don't want to be waiting on nobody. All right, so he got his license first. My son, Miles, he kind of just lingered around. Anyway, he's like, yeah, I'll take the test. I'll get it. But then he got, he would get mad because Malcolm wouldn't want to take him everywhere he wanted to go in places that he needed to go. He's like, it's no fair. He got the car and he won't even take me here, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, no, it's not a fact that it's not fair. You got the same opportunity. You just didn't go get the information to go get your license. So it's the same thing. We've been conditioned, and so so stop saying that it's not fair and start saying how is it possible? 
Because mm, it, you better go with your rep, your ULE, your principal. <laughs> Let's hey, go. Hey, you, you got to stop that. You got to stop that 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 uh, victim mentality because this has always been my mindset and what has just attracted me to you know just just uh, studying wealthy people and finances and stuff like that. I'm not one for reinventing the wheel. Anything that I, that I teach on, that I speak on, that I write about, it's nothing original. It's just the way that I present it, you know, since so people can understand it. But I'm not reinventing the wheel because my thing is, if someone has done it, then it can be done. I don't care if, it, if it's one, one person out of a million. If someone has done it, then it can be done. That's why when, when I tell people, hey, I'm a, I'm a, you know, I'll eventually be a millionaire. I mean, I... I believe that just as much as I can go in the kitchen and go get a glass of water. It's, it's that ingrained in my mind because I've, I've migrated from the mindset that it's not fair that that person's getting money and I'm not. So, okay, how is it possible? So, so that we've just been ingrained with that mindset and we just need to, we just need to educate ourselves. And then now here's the, here's the caveat. Once you educate yourself, then what are you going to do about it? Because some people let's say, okay, it's not fair. Okay, all right, let me give you the information. You may say, man, I, I need to invest in stocks. Okay, I'll show you everything you need to do to invest in stocks. But are you going to pull the trigger? Or are you going to say, well, nah, well, it's, it's still too risky. You know, I ain't never done that before. I'm just going to work my nine to five. Okay, well, suit you. But don't, don't complain. You know what I'm saying? Well, my portfolio has doubled and tripled, especially after this COVID-19 is over. And you should have like, you know what? I should have got in when, when he told me to get... No, you, you, you know, like I said, it's just that mindset. We got to get out of that mindset of playing the victim and, and, and just and, and do our due diligence and get the education and the information and figure out how I can make this a reality for myself. Yes, I mean, and, and guys, like, you know, we're human beings just like you. I mean, Jay has shared his story in the past. Like, he came from the space of working a nine to five and made oh, yes. that transition out talk a little bit about that and then you know let the people know um about what you have coming up and um yeah just tell people about that transition because i think that's the reality just when you talk about the possibility you came from that nine to five space yeah. you made that decision to transition and you are thriving like i'm always like man my brother he's doing so great like yeah, you're thriving yeah. and i think that you're one of those examples of that and you know tell people because again you do have some people that you know like us as leaders have to say hey we have to let you go but now on the other side of this a leader might say i had to let this person go let me share this post to them and i want to give them an example of somebody that was able to thrive through the situation so tell them a little bit about your story and then you know tell them what's going on with you and um Absolutely. yeah so i've been in i've been in uh graduated from jackson state 2000 so i've been in corporate america in sales really for about 15 plus years uh, and I've always, you know, always just wanted to thrive and, and, and make more and what have you. So I would just, you know, I would go to one company, learn everything I could, add that to my resume, add that to my repertoire, move on to the next company. And everywhere I went, you know, I would always thrive. And not to pat myself on the pack, but I would always, you know, assess the competition because it's sales. So it's like, okay, let me see what y'all are doing. Let me, let me, let me size everybody up. Okay, I see what's the goal. All right, now let me go out here and kill it. You know, give me a year, give me, give me some time to learn it, and I'm going to go smash it. But what, what happened is, is as I was getting these accolades and reaching these, these, uh, these, these goals and, and stuff like that, it's like the, 
the thrill had just started to leave. You know, it just started to leave because in the back of my mind, I've always been an entrepreneur, always. Like in elementary, I was selling scoops of Kool-Aid and and yeah, like the, the the sugar with the Kool-Aid, they would come back to my desk a quarter. You can get you a handful. And in junior high, I would go to the convenience store. Remember the Jolly Rancher sticks? You can get yes. them. Yeah, I was getting those for four dollars, and I was flipping them for fifty cents. And in wow. high school, I was selling uh, handmade jewelry, so anklets, earrings, like the whole nine. The anklets. So it's yes. always it's always been in me, and that's where that drive came from. But the problem was, is like, okay, and I was making great money in sales, uh, you know. So it was like, if they're paying me this, then what could I do if I just fully bet it on myself? Because I knew I had the skill set. Because I, 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 you know, I excelled. You know, I always took the time to make sure that I was learning as much from the business as the business was getting from me, so that when I left there, I, I wouldn't just feel obsolete. I felt like I had a skill set. So I was like, you know, and when the, the last time when I got uh when I got laid off from a sales job, you know, I had President's Club. People know, in sales know knows what that is. I could have easily got on LinkedIn and said, okay, here's my resume and easily got another job because that's exactly what I did. But, you know, I got on a couple of phone interviews and I was just like, I can't do this no more. And that's just, that was just the time I had started uh, Game Changers, uh, uh, the speaking program to, to learn how to speak and to monetize that. So once that happened, I was just like, man, I'm betting on me. I got, I got you know what I'm saying? I had about six months to the side. And I was like, hey, I'm, I'm just finna rock with me. And I was like, I got to get certified quick. Uh, I got to learn everything I can. You know what I'm saying? I got to, hey, they doing books. Okay, I need to write a book. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I need to get these gigs out. I got to find my niche. I got to hurry up and, 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 and get, this, get this thing mastered. And from there, I just totally believed in myself. I think the power of belief is just so phenomenal. Like, if you don't believe in yourself, then you might as well just keep working for somebody else because this is not for the faint at heart. You have to, because if you believe in yourself, then people will gravitate towards you. People know when you ain't, when you ain't the truth. Like people know when you just ain't really, well, does he really know what he's talking about? Is, is he really sure himself? People can sense that. But I 100% believe in everything that I'm doing, everything that I teach, everything that I write about, I'm doing it myself. Now, am I where I want to be in those levels? Absolutely not. But I felt that it was it was in my best interest to help people along the way as I'm climbing this path so I can take people with me opposed to getting to the point where I get to the Jeff Bezos levels and then be like, okay, let me reach down. No, we can all get this together. You see what I'm saying? Because I want you to be like, yo, I remember when he started and now he didn't hit this level. That's my guy. You see what I'm saying? And, 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 it's, and it's all love. So you 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 gotta believe in yourself if you want to make this thing a reality if you really want to step out here so now you know uh be, between the, the the speaking and the you know and, and being an author you know i um i started investing in real estate right when i got out of college and didn't know what i was doing i mean i bought properties upside down i didn't know how to you know uh hire people to fix stuff I mean, it was just, I just thought I was going to get rich. Like, real estate, the way to get rich, let's try it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But I had to learn. And then, you know, about three years ago, I started getting into real estate. And then now, like I said, I'm, 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 uh, I'm excuse me, uh, got into the stock market. And now, since this time is down, I'm learning, learning Forex and learning how to trade. 
So I'm just trying to just, 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 I'm trying to uh, 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 financially and economically foolproof myself. So if I ever have to deal with this situation ever again, which I'm good now, but this is just really kind of amped it up to the point where, okay, well, let me just go ahead and learn a new school because uh, a, a new skill because I can't leave the house anyway. So this is the opportunity to do that. So, I mean, I've been, I've been blessed and fortunate enough to, to really be able to thrive in the, in the, uh, in my niche and in my lane. And, uh, and it's been very, it's been very fruitful because anytime that I can use my skill set and my passion and I can help people at the same time, then you ain't got to never worry about money a day in your life. Jim Rome said it best. He said, if you help pe enough people get what they want, you will have everything in life that you want. Wow. I love that. Oh, love it. And that's the thing I think that's important as leaders is too. I mean, you have that leadership mentality. It's not just about you, but you're thinking about the people that's coming behind you. Even if you're a solopreneur, you're thinking about how can I reach and teach people because this information is developing future leaders. This information is what's going to help develop people because finances is a huge aspect of a lot of the things we're going to do so man this was so powerful man I, I i just think this is going to bless a lot of people and again if you're a leader and you know somebody had to be let go share this information to them share them have them watch this have them reach out to jay and and get this information because again a lot of people are i think this is a great time i'm realizing like i'm saving money i'm not pouring money into gas like a lot of people mm -hmm. like man i don't have to pay daycare i don't have to pay the fees <laughs> for the football team but again after you, you shift out of this, then you're going to go back to the same habits that you had before. And the goal is to evolve and change and educate yourself. And I just love that you are thriving in this season because again, you're an example of a leader that's able to take this opportunity and really build from it. So man, that, this, this live has been so powerful, man. Share it, share it, make sure you share it with everyone, you know, because again, a lot of people are afraid about their finances. They don't know what they're going to do. And I think all of these nuggets that you provide are really going to help leaders, their team members, people who might have been laid off or people that are going to transition back into their business and in, the, in their jobs, be able to thrive and learn from this season. So um, like I said, tell them what you have coming up next. Let them know where they can reach you. And just thank you so much for hopping on here because hey, man, no this problem. was amazing. No problem. Well, yeah, as far as social media, you can, you can contact me at uh, Jamari Norris on Facebook and Mr. Health and Wealth. Uh, on IG, uh, Jamari Norris on LinkedIn, Jamari Norris. Uh, you can follow me there. You can go to my website, jamarinorris.com. And uh, definitely, hey, pick up the book. It's great for, definitely great for your, 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 um, your uh, teenagers that's, that's making that transition, but also great for adults because they, they don't know a lot about the information that's in there. Um, so, um, and what we got coming up next right now, we, we just, we just chilling right now developing this course. Uh, so that's going to be the next thing that I'm, that I'm working on is this uh, stock investing course to just help people have a better understanding of how to invest in the stock market so they can really reap the benefit from this, this, um, this crash, if you will, uh, cause it's going to be here for, for a little bit. So. Uh, this is the perfect time to, to invest in, but you got to know how and you got to know what to invest in and, and, and just understanding the term and terminology. So that's, that's what we got going next. So follow me on, on, those, uh, on those channels and uh, you can stay up to date with what we got going on and when that course is going to be released.
Yes, I can't wait. Like I said, it's so good. I got a sneak peek of it. I was honored to be able to see some snippets of it. And then again, for somebody that is a complete novice, I'm like, okay, okay, stock woman. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) So so thank you. Thank you again for hopping on here again. You guys make sure you follow him, grab a copy of his book, because again, you still have access to Amazon. So again, that is something that is an asset. Why? It's because he has tools in his book that's going to allow you to make more money, to have that understanding. So that is something that is an asset. That's something you should be investing in. So make sure you grab right. that. It's on Amazon as well. Go to his website. And like I said, thank you so much for hopping on. You have blessed a lot of people with this information. Are you ready to take yourself to the next level, your family to the next level, your business to the next level? Make sure that you're not just listening to me, but you're listening to the entire Speak Fire team. What's up, guys? I'm Aisha Thomas, the host of Internal Fire, and I want to introduce you to the other people that are a part of this Speak Fire squad. Make sure you head over to Leadership Fire and check out Michael G's podcast, Student Fires, hosted by Bobby B, Champions Fire, hosted by Cornelius D, Father's Fire, by Jody S and Young Fire by Sean B. Make sure you like and subscribe to each and every one of those podcasts. And trust me, it'll help you get to the next level. Go check them out now. I want to shout out all my faithful listeners for tuning in every week. And don't forget to follow me on social media at Miss Aisha Speaks on all platforms. That's M-S-A-I-S-H-A Speaks. And don't forget to like and subscribe, turn your notifications on and leave a comment if this podcast has blessed you in any kind of way. I thank you for all your support. Many blessings to you.